Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Says this morning, Lord. Lord, I am glad to come into your presence this beautiful day that you have given to us. Scripture says that this is the day that you have made and that, Lord, you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. Father, we say thank you for the privilege to worship you again, to magnify your name because it is great. You are great and you are greatly to be praised. King of kings and Lord of lords, be magnified forevermore. The Lord of heaven's armies, the Lord of heaven's hosts, be magnified forevermore. We give you praise as the one who is sufficient for all things. We give you praise as the one who is I am. Yes, you said to the children of Israel, I am who I am. Thank you, Lord, because you are I am. This morning, you are our God. This morning, you are our provider, Jehovah Jireh. This morning, we declare you as the one who is almighty. We worship you, master of the universe. We worship you. Be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time to read our Bibles, Lord, we ask for your blessings again this morning. We ask that you will speak to us and that your words will resonate in our hearts again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome, a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyendike. As promised, we are taking our devotional much earlier. I hope you will join me to reschedule and just change your timing so that you can listen to this much, much, much earlier. A big thank you to everyone joining in again this morning. Thank you for taking out time to read your Bible every day. I trust God that you are growing in your faith. Yes, read your Bible and pray every day and surely you will grow in your faith. And I pray that that is your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, we continue our study, our study, um, harmonized study of the gospel, the synoptic gospel, Matthew, Mark and Luke and then the book of John. Yesterday we concluded, we concluded uh, reading and studying the crucifixion of Jesus according to John, and then we were able to harmonize, yes, we were able to harmonize all four Gospels and get a clearer picture of everything that happened okay as jesus is led away to be crucified now what i want to do today i don't want to move away immediately i don't want to move away immediately from jesus's crucifixion um the the the, the immediate event after his crucifixion 
are so important and so we will take our time there again okay to study the events that happened after his crucifixion because these are the the tangible things that historians are able to point to to prove to the i'm telling you if you go back and try and trace any other person okay that died during this period you will you will find it very hard to be able to find a person that you can find records uh different accounts of people saying this person jesus of nazareth was killed on this social day okay and so those events will help us be able to okay situate the time when jesus was killed hallelujah but today i don't want us to quickly go there i want us to go over okay uh, because this teaching is so important the crucifixion of jesus is vital to your faith you need to understand that what happened to, on the cross was not a mistake it was not a mistake isaiah prophesying about the messiah 700 years earlier spoke about the crucifixion of jesus david speaking by the the anointing of the holy spirit 960 years earlier prophesied about the events that we have studied together so what i want us to do this morning is read david's account david had several several psalms that you can call the messianic psalms okay but i want us to read psalm 22 this morning because i'm i want us to just Let's focus on the crucifixion and then we'll read Isaiah chapter 53. And you will be shocked at the accuracy with which both, both prophets, both men are speaking about the crucifixion of Jesus as if they were there. This was 700 years before. This was 960 years before. I'm telling you, a thousand, close to a thousand years before someone speaks accurately about the events that were going to happen no one else can do this but god i'm telling you okay so uh, for those who claim that jesus did not die on that cross or maybe somebody else died on that cross uh, someone else was crucified many attacks that have been leveled against christianity these things are intentionally put there by satan to truncate our faith but we have to be clear, okay? If this is not, did not happen, there is no Christian faith. Yes, there is no Christian faith. We are standing on holograms. We are standing on nothing. If this does not happen, there is no faith in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So please take your Bibles. Uh, again, let's go to Psalm, Psalm 22. Before we go there, let me remind, let's remind about ourselves the chronology okay the sequence of the events that happened that happened as jesus is going to the cross we began with matthew and mark right yes we began with matthew and mark and we took their accounts matthew and mark says that this event starts out with simon carrying jesus's cross they arrived at Golgotha, and there Jesus was offered wine. 
wine mixed with gall or mixed with with mer or vinegar whatever you want to call it okay according to matthew and mark you know it was offered and to jesus and he refused it then jesus was crucified he was crucified and lots were cast over his clothes we now read in john that it was shed into four and the last garment his undergarment was what they were casting lots over because they didn't want to tear it up and then a sign was written over the head of jesus this is jesus the king the king of the jews according to matthew and the king of the jews according to mark now the word why they were casting lots in the book of mark mark tells us the exact time that jesus jesus is crucified it is 9 9 a.m in the morning because at noon darkness comes over the land okay very important we note that so yes the, the notice that was written over jesus Matthew and Mark then tells us that two rebels are crucified with him. And then the passerbys, the elders, the teachers, and high priests began to mock. They began to mock Jesus. They said several terrible things. If he was the son of God, he should come down from the cross. They said, they said if he was Messiah, he saved others. He can't save himself. If he was the son of God, they should leave him alone. If God loved him so much, God should come and save him. So many things. Okay, they said about Jesus to mock him. And at about three, about at noon, at noon, darkness came over the land until three. Three, when Jesus cried out, Eloi, Eloi, Eli, Eli, Labasa Bactani, according to Matthew. Eloi, Eloi, Lamasa Bactani, according to Mark. And then they put this sponge, they put this sponge, fill it with wine mixed with vinegar, and then put it to his mouth, which Jesus tasted, and then cries out with a loud shout. And then for the last time, Jesus bows his head and gives up the ghost. That is, or gives us his spirit. That is, someone pointed me yesterday. That pastor, this ghost, ghost that you are calling out, okay? So, give, gave up his spirit. Now, that is according to Matthew and Mark. According to Luke, Luke says that the soldiers, starts with the soldiers seizing Simon to carry Jesus' cross as they led Jesus away. A large crowd actually where and you expect that that is what we really would have happened even if it was just any other prisoners every any other prisoner or maybe criminal there would have been people on the way wondering what is going on who is being crucified today there was a large crowd of people following um, including women who were mourning and wailing and then Jesus speaks to this woman daughter of Zion do not weep for me do not weep for me Luke tells us that two criminals were led along with Jesus as he was taken to Golgotha. And when they arrived there, they crucified Jesus at the place, the place called the place of the skull. The, truth, the two criminals were crucified on each side of Jesus. There, Jesus then asked the Father to forgive them for because they don't know what they are doing. Next, the soldiers cast lot for his clothes. And the people and the rulers began to snare at Jesus, okay? The soldiers also mocked Jesus and offered him wine. We agreed that that would have been before he was crucified. 
and then the written notice over Jesus' head, according to Luke, says, This is the king of the Jews. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals insulted was insulting Jesus. Okay, so we agreed that no, both of them were insulting Jesus initially, but eventually, okay, one of them would repent and then rebukes his fellow criminal and tells Jesus that when he comes into his kingdom, Jesus should remember him. And this one, in fact, one of the things I think we just skipped over was the story of this man. Imagine this man arriving in the kingdom. <laughs> a criminal. Eh? Maybe a murderer, arm robber, an insurrectionist. Okay, arrive at the gate of heaven that day, the gate of paradise. Okay, they didn't go to heaven directly. I've arrived at the gate of paradise. I don't know who are standing at the gates. You know, for them to come in, maybe angels, okay. But this man arrives there and is wondering, How did I get here? How did I get here? And they are asking him, Ah, uh-uh, how did you make it here? Okay, maybe someone like someone like Abraham, <laughs> How did you make it here? And the man is wondering, I don't, I, I have no idea. I shouldn't be here, I should be in hell. The only thing I know is that that man on the cross told me. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Ha! Hallelujah. Alright? And I'm telling you, yeah, the same thing. It is not about your work. The same thing applies to us. Not about your works, but about the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Okay? So, yes, Jesus tells him, today you will be with me in paradise. And then at noon, Luke also recalls that darkness covers the land until three and at three, he says, Jesus calls out with a loud voice and prays, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. According to John, so let's now go to John. According to John, John does not even record Simon. John goes straight that Jesus is carrying his own cross as they went out. And in the harmonization, we said so. That is actually the beginning of the story. Jesus leaves carrying his cross and then they crucified him with two others and the notice written over him was Jesus of Nazareth the king of the Jews we then said the soldiers shared Jesus's clothes by casting lots and near the cross stood Mary Mary's sister Mary the the wife the Mary of Clopas or the wife of Clopas and then Mary Magdalene along with John and then John Jesus spoke to John and to Mary mother this is your son and son this is your mother and from that day John took her home next Jesus says Jesus says I am thirsty and then they give him wine that wine mixed with vinegar to drink and Jesus says the final words as he dies on that cross it is finished he bows his head and then gives up his spirit Now, we were able to harmonize all of this yesterday and said it all begins with Jesus going out carrying his cross. And as Jesus is going out carrying his cross, somewhere along the line, they seized Simon to carry the cross for him. A large crowd was following, okay, that's where those women would have come in. And then Jesus tells them, stop willing for me. So be sorry for yourself. The time is coming where you will cry out to the mountains. To fall on to fall on you okay because of what is coming 
two criminals went along. Okay, so Simon is carrying the cross along with two criminals. When they arrive at that, at Golgotha, wine is offered to Jesus, which he refuses. He refuses the wine. And so we said that was important information for us because it meant that Jesus went through all of the suffering of the cross without, without dulling his senses. No, wine would have at least, he would have been drunk or something, would have not have known what was going on. But Jesus chose to go through everything that happened on that cross. He is crucified. The, the soldiers cast lots over his clothes and, of course, mocked him before crucifying him. They cast lot over his clothes, decided not to, to tear up his undergarments. They cast, cast lot over his clothes. Um, the, and then, of course, the sign that was written over him, this is Jesus of Nazareth, or Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, or the King of the Jews, or whatever sign you want to prick. But what you, it's clear is, this is Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Okay, so we know that the the leaders protested, but Pilate said, I have written what I have written, but that's not important here. So along the line, Jesus prays, Lord, forgive them because the people are snaring at Jesus. They are mocking him. Jesus prays for them. Father, forgive them for they don't know what, what they are doing. Okay, um, and then we said, we said the criminals were insulting Jesus. One of them asked Jesus, Today remember me when you are in your kingdom. Finally, okay, Jesus shouts, Eloah, Eloah, lama sabachthani, and then prays, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And then his final words, his final words were, It is finished. And as he shouts, It is finished, Jesus gives up. His spirit okay so very important sequence you need to remember remember literally remember it offered okay so now now let's go to psalm 22 let's read psalm 22 and isaiah chapter 53 psalm 22 this is a psalm of david david wrote this psalm and he's writing this psalm some 900 year over 950 years before jesus walked on the earth he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He's really literally talking about Jesus, the Messiah. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Remember when Jesus said, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, Father, Father, eh? <laughs> why have you forsaken me? Those were the words of Jesus. Matt, George, uh, sorry, David speaking 950 something years, 60 years before, says the same thing. My God, my God, my God, my God, why have you, why have you forsaken me? He said, why are you so far from, from saving me? So far from my cries of anguish. Verse 2 says, my God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer by night but i find no rest so maybe now you realize that look when jesus said father into your hands i commit my spirit that was a prayer <laughs> a prayer in faith because he was carrying on himself the sins of the of the whole world the sins of the whole world okay so it says that i cry out by day but you do not answer by night but i do not, i find no rest it says yet you are enthroned as the holy one 
you are you are the one israel praises verse 4 says in you our ancestors put their trust they trusted and they, and you delivered them to you they cried out and were saved in you they trusted and were not put to shame it says but i am a worm and not a man scorned by everyone despised by the people all who see me mock me jesus is david is talking about the cross he said but i am a woman not a man when you see when you saw jesus on that cross the way he was brutalized the blood covering all all his face this the the the, the stripes that they had flogged him with i'm telling you eh this verse 6 fits into it he says, but I am a woman, not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. You saw when the people, the crowds were sneering at him and mocking him. The elders, the, the teachers of religious law, the high priests, he said, oh, who see me, mock me. They heard insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Do you remember? These were the very words of the high priests. Eh? Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Can you imagine? This is 960 something years before. He says, yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you from my mother's womb. You have been my God. He says, do not be far from me. He's telling us the state of mind of the Messiah as he is going to the cross. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan, encircle me, roaring lion that tear, fear their prey, open their mouths wide against me. Since I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joints, all my bones are out of joints, since my heart has, has turned to wax, it has melted within me, my mouth is dried up like a pot shed, and my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth, you lay me in the dust of death. Did you see that? Jesus was speaking about his death, the Messiah was speaking about his death. Says dogs surround me, a pack of villains villian, encircled me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Can you imagine? They pierced my hands and my feet, the exact thing that happened on the cross. Says all my bones are on display. They naked him, right? They cast lot for his clothes. All my bones, so when they put him on the cross, he was practically naked. He said, all my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. Hey, hey. 960 something years before. The Messiah says they cast lot for my garment. But you lords do not, you Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword. My precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lion. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. I will praise you. Maybe you now know what Jesus did when he got to, to paradise. I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. 
all you descendants of Jacob, honor him, revere him, all you descendants of Israel, for he has not despised or scorned the suffering of his afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from, from him, but has listened to his cries for help. For you come, for, for, from you comes the theme of, of my praise in the great assembly. But those who fear you, I will fulfill, uh, before those who fear you, I will fulfill my vows. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your heart live, your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations will bow before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord. And he rules over the nation. Dominion belongs. If Satan had known this, he would have realized that God was setting him up. <laughs> dominion belongs to the Lord. That was what was going to happen by Jesus' death on the cross. He says, all the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive. Say, posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim his righteousness, declaring to a people yet unborn, he has done it. Hey, Jesus has done it. It is finished. He has done it. Hallelujah. You see now? <laughs> so, when Jesus was dying on that cross, hey, Jesus knew that he was not dying in vain. However, agreed, he had to put his trust in God and said, into, Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. I'm telling you, it is amazing. Spend time to read this psalm, the Messianic psalm, talking about the crucifixion. Now, because of our time, let's read Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53 says, Who has believed our message? And to whom has the harm of the Lord been revealed? Who? As believed our message, and to whom has the harm of the Lord been revealed? Remember, Isaiah is speaking 700 years, okay, without having the words, probably having the words of David. He said, Whom and to whom has the harm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. When we saw Jesus, nothing in his appearance, okay, brought us to him. He says that he was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Hey. <laughs> Isaiah is talking about Jesus going to the cross. That when we saw Jesus, a man of suffering, a man familiar with pain, he said, despised and rejected by mankind. He was talking about the Messiah, talking about Jesus. He says, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. He says, surely he took up our pains. You saw that? When Jesus was going to the cross, he was not going there for himself. Jesus knew that he was on that cross carrying on himself the sins of the whole world. That was why the Father had to turn away. He said, surely he took up our pains and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced. His hands were pierced. Remember what David said. He was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace. 
the punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. Hallelujah. By everything that happened on that cross. As Jesus is pierced, is beaten, is flogged. The punishment that brought us peace. Those, that flogging, that punishment was settling our peace with God. Hey! He says, by his wounds we are healed. That flogging was settling the fact that you are healed. I am healed. He says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You see that? So Jesus was carrying the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. You saw why they led Jesus away literally like a, like a lamb. You know, he didn't say anything. He says he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shearer is silent. So he did not open his mouth. You saw when, when Pilate was asking him, don't open, won't you answer me? Don't you know I have power? Power to release you right now? Jesus told him, you will have no power, any power over me unless it was given to you from above. The reason why Jesus was not answering is because he is the lamb before the sharer. Eh? As the lamb is silent before the sharer. Eh? So Jesus was silent. So he did not open his mouth. Since my, by oppression and judgment he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? No one protested. For he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was punished. He was assigned a grave with the wicked. You saw that? He was assigned. He was killed with criminals. Assigned a grave with the wicked. And with the rich in his death. You see that? Later we will read that Joseph of Arimata, a rich man, would ask for the body of Jesus. So he was assigned a grave with the wicked. He died with criminals. And with the rich in his death, a rich, he was buried in a rich man's tomb. Ha ha! Says, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth, yet it was the Lord's, it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. Says, and though the Lord makes his life, and though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, you saw that? I don't even know. Did the devil not know Psalm 50, uh, Isaiah chapter 53? It says that and though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, you did not see that there, Satan. That the life of this man was going to become an offering for sin. He says he will see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hands. So after he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. <laughs> after Jesus has suffered, eh, after he has died. He will see, he will see the light of life and be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant will justify, he will justify many. Hey, I am the one that Jesus has justified. You are the one that Jesus has justified. He said, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the greats. And he will divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his life unto death. And was numbered with the transgressors. Ah! He says, for he bore the sins of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. You saw what Jesus was doing on that cross? He was making intercession for us. Jesus was, was literally bearing upon that cross. The sins of the whole world. So you see that the accounts of the crucifixion was not a mistake. It was not a mistake. It was prophesied several hundred years before. 
900 and something years before by David, King David. And so this morning, I want you to be absolutely certain that it was not a mistake what happened on that cross. God perfectly knew what he was doing. God intended that Jesus' sacrifice will pay for your sins. God intended that his flogging on that cross We pay for your sickness. We pay for your diseases. So will you lift up your hands this morning and just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me. For sending Jesus to die on the cross for us. We say thank you, Jesus, this morning. Ah, Lord, we thank you for the blood that was shed. Thank you because by that blood, our transgression has been paid for. By your blood, atonement has been made for our sins. We give you all the praise, Master. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.